Hello, and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. On today's episode, we interview someone who recycles electronics. Now, I've known this guy for a while, and um, I really never thought about the ins and outs of what he actually does. So, I get the opportunity to find out. And it's pretty interesting. So, um, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. As per usual, if you or someone you know would like to be on the show, please contact us on social media at TakeMeTYD. Thank you very much, and enjoy the show. So what do you do for a living? Uh, I recycle electronics, and I play music. Okay, what, um, what kind of electronics? Like, Tell me a little bit about it. So, um, pretty much anything. I mean, like when a company pretty much has hoarded all their electronics from the 70s and 80s for like 30 years they call us and we uh go out there and pick up all this shit is that has been sitting in a room for who knows how long and then what do you do with it you just take it apart or Uh, you piece it out some of it we're like a middleman for like we just kind of palletize it and ship it you know what i mean okay but uh some of it we break down to like a scrap component level Hmm. In which, like, like a circuit board, like you take everything off of it, and then you, you send it to somewhere where they shred it, chemically separate the metals, and then recycle both parts of it. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what um, what time you wake up usually? My mornings are rough. I can't lie. I usually wake up about ten minutes before I have to leave. Okay. What, um, what, you know, what is it, that? And then I just get a shot of panic. You know, <laughs> that gets a lot of stuff done in the morning. I try to prep as much as possible okay the night before but usually i'll sleep through all my alarms and just wake up and <laughs> panic and then run out the door <laughs> run out the door <laughs> yeah so that's your morning routine yeah all right that covers that pretty quickly <laughs> what, do, what do you do for breakfast do you do anything at home um i drink a protein shake for breakfast every day is it like a prepared one like when you buy or when you make uh i usually put powder together uh with water the night before, stick it in the oh, fridge, okay. so I can, you know, in that ten minute span, just yeah, chug it down take real it, chug quick. It, run, you know, get out of there. Um, do you have a like? Do you live by where you work? Yeah, um, I can walk there usually if I get on the steps in like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, something like that. Um, sometimes I take the bus, sometimes I get a ride. It depends. What um, how long does that usually take? And it was close, but like two minutes. Are you do anything on the two minutes? Do you listen to anything? Nope. Not I usually just... I'm just like. Like, still trying to figure out where I'm at. <laughs> like, I usually... Just, it feels like I just teleport to where to work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did do this. Okay, Oh, cool. okay, yeah. You know cool, I, mean? I made it to work. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any... Uh, in the course of your day, do you, do you come across any interesting characters? Or, like, the other employees that work there? Do you have, like, a good, like, camaraderie? Oh, uh, yeah, I meet weird people at work sometimes. Usually they're just, you know, your banal sort of, like, oh, thanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Type people. But this one dude uh, came in, and the name of the company, should I say that? No, you can keep it anonymous, just uh, in case you say something horrible later. It has later. something to do with this story, the name of the company. Okay, you can say it. All right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, all right. Any yeah. press is good press, right? Yeah. Um, so the name of the company, right? Okay. This dude comes in. He's <laughs> recycling his shit. And he... Uh, He's like, who do I make this checkout to? And I'm like, Evolution E-Cycling. And he's like, huh, that's a funny name considering Evolution doesn't exist. Uh-huh. And like, he just went on this fucking rant. 
forever. And of course, you know, like everybody who works there is just like an atheist. You know what I mean? Or like agnostic or is just like, dude, how can you deny evolution at this point? Yeah. And this dude is me and the owner of the company is just standing there looking at each other like, I don't know whether to get mad or laugh my ass off at this dude. Like well, what's he saying? Like what's his what's his rant? He was like I'm trying to remember his exact phrasing because it was hilarious. Um, he was like, he just went on a rant. I can't remember the specifics of what he said, but he just went on a rant about how nobody reads the Bible anymore and how, like, pretty much evolution is fake and anybody who believes in it is sipping the Kool-Aid of science because, you know, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Kool-Aid science. <laughs> For some reason. I don't know. Is this just some guy off the street, or is he like like I don't? Do you guys work with businesses exclusively? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or? Um, no, we have we accept like personal drop offs and stuff like that to the company. So if like somebody wants to drive by and just drop their shit off, then no problem. But we also pick up for corporate places as well. Do you charge for that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we, so it's so well, we don't charge. Okay, so if the only we have materials we charge for, but we do charge like a labor fee if we have to go pick it up. We don't well, do, I mean, that makes sense. But if someone comes in with, like, a TV or something. Yeah, TVs are a cost item. So they're okay. 90 cents a pound. Okay, so what about a non-cost item? What's something that you would Pretty, just take? Almost everything else. Almost everything but TVs? Yeah. That's why I see TVs everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nobody's uh, taking TVs. They suck to get rid of in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, like, no matter rules what. and regulations? Or is it, like, a just a difficult well, thing to do? Well, it's, like, a lot of other states have infrastructure in place. To where that's just a service like you know you get your garbage picked up if you live in the city and you pay taxes you don't worry about it you don't have to pay like a garbage fee like if you lived in like a gated community or something like that right yeah so you know certain cities have the infrastructure in place to handle that and pennsylvania just doesn't give a shit so yeah it's pretty much like become like a business opportunity as a result well yeah i mean that makes sense i mean you guys i mean you're making money off it right Mm -hmm. so there you go um is there any like strange items that come through that you're like, that's, that's real weird. Do we I've have got, to deal with that. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a good one. <laughs> All right. So this one time, this like, he had to be like late 40s, really like, just gross looking dude. Like, you know, like imagine a dude who just like spends his every waking moment in the basement with the lights off. You okay. know that kind yeah. of thing? I, I got an image. I would assume his mom, who was like a grandma age, like old lady. Yeah. Dude, they drop off some shit, drop off his bag. I have to sort through the shit, right? You know what I mean? So it gets where it's going. Yeah. You know, all that jazz. And uh, pull out just, like, filthy duct-taped dildos. Like, just <laughs> fucking gross, like, just, like, shit all over them. Like, it's fucking, like... Literal shit or just shit? It, like, it looked like grease and hair. And, oh. like, and, like, I'm like... It's not so disturbing that I found these, because I assumed this would happen at some point. Some right? weirdo would... But, yeah. But it's... The fact that it was, like, that kind of guy and his mom dropped that off. I mean, you that's, sure it wasn't his girlfriend? I mean... It might have been, but, like, even that's kind of gross because it's, like, some really <laughs> old lady. Like, did she look like she was somebody's mom? For uh, sure. Yeah. Maybe his. Yeah. Yeah. I just... <sighs> but... <laughs> just, never mind. I was going to go down a bad way. Uh, so... What, maybe he fucks his mom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, was kind of leaning towards that. that. It's like, yeah, it's an old I lady, mean, but I thought, hey, maybe he's fucking I his mother. I can't lie. I thought that. And then I started wondering, like, okay, these hers are his. Like, that's what I or wanted. Are they his and hers? That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know if they were hers or his. Because if they're hers, clean your shit. If they're his, I'm not yeah, going nope, near that. Done. 
So, all right, so now you have a surplus of these filthy dildos. What do you do? You just, just throw them out, I assume. Just you um, toss them all, right? I showed them to everybody who worked there. Okay, yeah, that's, you have um, to at that point. Tried to throw it at a coworker at one point. Okay, that's yeah. just funny. Yeah, that's pretty and funny. And he flipped out, you know. <laughs> and he thought it was funny as well, so it's fine. I um, buried them in the bottom of, of a box and sent it out. What do you mean, sent it out? Like, we ship all our stuff, so I just... What was I supposed to do with it? I can't throw it away. I have to recycle it to be ethical. So I just put it in a box to be shipped. And... So somebody so else encountered old, that. Yeah, all right. The, the good old yeah. dildo recycling plant. And hopefully they just like dump that into a shredder and nobody else had to. Like at this point, it's like there shouldn't be like so many different pairs of hands on somebody's dildo. You know what I mean? Like this shouldn't be like a nine person touch this. I situation, mean, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I mean, less nine people are hanging out and, you know, getting freaky. Either way, <laughs> digress from all the dildo talk. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of All dildo. right, so you get into work. What's, like, one of the first things you do? Um, usually when I first get to work, I try to pound a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of assess the day. Like, sometimes I'll, so I do the labor work in organization, like, stuff in the warehouse so that's a lot of like you know picking up heavy shit palletizing it you know what I mean sorting through like random material and stuff like that but I also do like admin work so I do like invoicing and like we do these things that are like certificates of destruction which pretty much you know we isolate the hard drives or whatever they want certified and then we scan the serial number of it and itemize it and send it to them okay so I do that the admin stuff, and then I do the labor work as well. Okay, now, when you said assess the day, is that just, it's, you're doing all of those things in a, in a day, or these are all different things I might have to do today? So it's kind of, yeah, it's like I kind of, like, consider my options as far as, like, you know, what am I most behind on, essentially? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what's the most pertinent, you know? It's like, I might be behind on admin work, but if I you know, can't walk in the warehouse, it's probably more important that I get out there and try to, like, make this safe. Yeah, that you makes know? sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then you get your bearings about you, and, I don't know, take me through just a few, the first few hours. Like, what, what are you doing? Um, usually when I, I mean, lately it's been mostly warehouse stuff. So, like, we'll take the material we got from a pickup, right? And uh, funnily enough, we use these big boxes okay that you put on a skid which is pallet you know yeah yeah, yeah. right and um they're like open on top right Mm -hmm. they're called gay lords cool (laughs) (laughs) which i thought like when i first started working there i thought that was like a like a joke like oh yeah like this is what we call these the gay lords but like put our dirty dildos in there but it's like no they're called gay lords (laughs) like anyway (laughs) anyway um, so when we go to a pickup, it's kind of more about speed than like anything else. You know what I mean? We want to get it done. So the material's unorganized or disorganized. You mean and, a pickup like when you, you take the truck and yeah, you like drive you, somewhere and pick up go, all when, of the... Yeah, when yeah, you go okay. to the business. So usually like we'll take one of those Gaylords and just dig through it and sort it out. And you'll sort it into different categories. So like right now we have like a system where it's like dirty sort. Okay is pretty much like untouched material from a pickup that needs sorted. Then you have clean sort, which is almost every item except certain commodities like wire, oh. um, certain components, power supplies, things like that. 
um, any computers or like, so part of it is like dismantling computers. So we isolate the stuff that needs dismantled and then uh, the rest of the stuff we just sort into different categories. So usually that's what I get into when I first get there. Okay. Or organizing like a load for logistics stuff. So like, you know, we'll uh, stack two of them on top of each other with a forklift. Okay. And um, then we weigh everything um, and categorize it. And then uh, I make a manifest out of that. Fair enough. That all seems pretty straightforward. Uh, do you have any downtime at work? Um, sometimes, but I usually try to stay pretty busy all the time. Okay, good. When I'm there. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. Come here. It's all right, puppy. <laughs> she barks when people talk outside. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> you can edit that out. Mm. <laughs> what about uh, uh, lunch break? What, what do you got as far as lunch break goes? Uh, I get a half an hour. And funnily enough, I live right down, or I work right down the street from my mom, so I usually go there and get a free lunch, which I make, oh, so, you okay. know, yeah. no mom comments in there. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, you gotta. If your but, mom's right down there, why not? But it's cool. I like to go see her, you know, as much as possible. All so. Right. So you get back to work. Is there anything that just, you know, I mean, you mentioned that you have customers that just come in and drop things off. Uh-huh. Do you have any uh, pet peeves about the job or the customers? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely. Go ahead. Air your grievances. Let's um, go. So, usually when we go to a pickup, like this is probably like eight times out of ten, we'll have like a rough equipment list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you just got an from, idea of what you're Just getting. from like uh, the bosses like setting up the pickup. You know what I mean? They'll ask them for a rough equipment list so we have an idea of what we're getting into, you know, so we can supply, have the right amount of supplies and things like that. Yeah. Usually that's dead wrong. Okay. Like, we'll be told, yeah, they have, like, three servers, you know what I mean? Like, the flat, like, kind of, like, server things, you know, like, about 40 pounds a piece or so. We'll tell they have three of those. Get there, they're like, oh, no, 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 we have three pallets worth of servers. <laughs> and it's like, oh, cool. We're prepared not for that. So, like, <laughs> yeah. or um, you'll get the, uh, one of the best things is that, you know, it's always fantastic when you get to a pickup and the people help you. But you'll get a lot of IT guys and things like that sitting there watching you just work. Oh, that's awesome. And just, like, <laughs> staring at you. Also, a lot of times, like, uh, customers will try to pawn, like, garbage off on us and stuff like that. It's like... We recycle electronics. It's like specific. What it's kind of what kind of garbage? Like paper, gar- like re- just garbage, like garbage. <laughs> like, I have these reams of paper. If you guys are interested, no, like, no, no. like you'll have like just like a box that they'll put like some wire on top of, and then you'll get to the bottom of it, and it's nothing oh. but like shredded paper and like old cups and things like that. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, <laughs> customers can be gnarly, but most of the time they're cool. All right, good. So you seem like you're pretty happy about the gig, at least. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, I won't lie, I, like, used to be a little more into electronics before I started there, just because, you know, I'm around it all day now, so it's like, I used to be like, whoa, look at this fucking processor, man, and now I'm, like, whipping, like, equipment across the fucking warehouse that, like, I know these people paid, like, ten grand for when it, when they first got it. And yeah. it's a weird thing to get used to, but you get used to it a lot quicker than you would think. Well, yeah, well, that's you know anything. I mean? Yeah. That's, um... 
It's one of those things that comes with any job. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just like weird though, like because I built my computer, like my personal computer, before I started there, and I was always very meticulous and sensitive with the stuff, and so it took me a while to get adjusted to like just pick that fucker up and yeah, get it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, just toss it. This is this is gonna be pieces soon. So. And it's like you know, like it's weird to like kick a server cabinet and stuff <laughs> like that that you know when they first paid for like cost them like one one point five million dollars and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there is there anything like that? Like cool stuff that you just come across that you're like oh, yeah. I, I I want that. Yeah, and that's one of the perks of the job is that I get like cheap access to that stuff. Yeah. And like you know I got a. Uh, you know, it's rare, but, like, I have gotten a couple pieces of great music equipment from there for dirt cheap. And, like, you know, sometimes cool stuff will come in as far as, like, if you're into video games and stuff like that, you'll get a lot of retro stuff in there. You'll get a lot of, like, um, actually, recently, uh, Mindhunter rents equipment off us. The show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that's pretty tight. So, like, we will get, like, old console TVs and shit like that in. And that shit's hard to find. So they'll just rent equipment off us. Nice. Um, so, like, what's the process? You gotta like declare it and say, "I, I want this. Here's a fair price." Kind of. It's very loose. Usually, I find something, and usually, I hate to say it, but like, you know, if somebody doesn't know what it's worth, <laughs> <laughs> I can just kind of be like, "Hey, man, you be like, what do you want for this?" And most of the time, they're pretty cool, and they're just like, "I have to take it." No, oh, yeah, you know that's awesome. I, mean? I, I like that lax, you know, what I mean? kind of like we're all working here. Cause, it's it's cool because I mean, ultimately, if they're not gonna, they do run an eBay store in which they refurbish stuff. Because yeah. if you think about it, like refurbishment is actually the cleanest way to recycle. It's like a zero impact yeah. way to recycle. There's Absolutely. no processing there. But uh, usually, if they um, can't sell something, you have to figure like if he just gives me like a like a guitar processor or something like that. You know, you might be able to sell that on eBay if it sells for, like, 20 bucks. After shipping, it's not worth it. Yeah. But, like, you know, if we process it as a commodity material, that's, like, five cents. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like, you're not losing anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean why not? It's, I, I talked to someone. This was years ago. I don't know if the policy is still the same. But someone that worked at, like, Goodwill or Salvation uh-huh. Army, something like that. Like, the employees could not buy anything really during their shift and they couldn't put anything aside for later uh-huh. like they couldn't call dibs on anything it was just like if you're here you cannot even think about buying stuff that's here you gotta hope that it's it's still here by the time you get off and i feel like that should like when it comes to like you know reusing material and stuff like that like whether it's clothes or electronics or whatever like that should be a perk like an innate perk I think you get. I think you get happier and better employees if you did something like that. I understand why they don't want that because, like, they want the good stuff to go out and be assessed for a better price and actually sell to make them money. Well, I I could go on a rant about Goodwill right now, but I won't. Why? Go ahead. Because it's like, why wouldn't you let your employees buy the stuff when, like, Goodwill like has this like fake thing where everybody thinks they're like charity and they're not. They're a business. They get free shit and then they sell it. That's it. Yeah. Like they get free stuff and they sell it. Like But they give they do charity. Work, no, they right? don't. They like, don't give money. That's no, sure they give money to someone. Not right? really. Their CEO makes like millions of dollars a year. Like oh, I never did any research on but, it. I just kind of like, took them for the word. No, and it's like, dude, like stop trying to trick me into thinking you're a charity when you're not. You're not a charity. And so like if you're getting the shit for free, let your employees have dibs and like give it a perk. Like, yeah, come exactly. on, man. 
actually reminds me. Didn't Salvation Army have some slogan that was kind of a dig at them before that was like well, doing the most good? Well, Salvation so Army is like, actually legit. Their CEO. Yeah, that's why I think it's kind of a, a dig at Goodwill. Like, yeah, we're actually doing doing something over here. And I I I base this on nothing. <laughs> I'm just spitting that out into the but universe. Like, yeah. But, so. I don't know. I always feel like that should be a perk if you're reusing material. You know, let your employees exactly, like, especially if, if you're going to pay for it or you're going to contribute something. It's well, like, yeah, why not have you know? Let your employees have at it. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could picture like some people. I mean, sorry, good. No, no, I was just going to say like someone that like runs some Etsy fashion uh-huh. store. It's like, well, I'll work part time at Goodwill and I'll just you know get all the good stuff before it goes to the mm-hmm. shelves. But I'm probably thinking about it too much well i mean but at the same time like how concerned can you like be about it like if you're if you give your employees some shit and they want to go sell it who gives a shit you know what i mean like yeah, why I would mean, you even you, let that be a concern yeah exactly you're like, you're selling free items yeah items and, that you got and you know they're doing the legwork on it anyway so if you're not if you don't have the time to do that then shut up like yeah I exactly I, I don't know I, I find it all ridiculous and it could be completely irrelevant now they might have I don't know what their policies are of, of recent. All right, back to you. All right, <laughs> we went on enough of a yeah, good little tangent there. All right. Um, uh, as far as your like goals and aspirations, like does this job have like a long term kind of situation for you, or are you just kind of doing it because like that's what's up right now? I mean, I'll stick with jobs to pretty much like I don't know, like keep a roof over my head. Honestly, I mean, I'll be interested in them while I'm there. And things like that. But honestly, like, I usually just work. I can be loyal to a company, but, like, I work to make money. I want to I wanna play in music and do that whole creative bit. Oh, we're, and, oh, we're getting into that. Don't worry. So, I'm just trying to wrap this so up in a nice little bow. I can always, you know, I'll put my, I'll put 100% in at work, but at the same time, it's just a means to an end. Well, that's what I mean. Like, are you making a good enough living? Like, you don't have to talk any numbers or anything, but are you comfortable? Um, I don't make a lot of money, but I... But no. you you live though, right? But, um, I mean, you're doing all I'm right. I'm okay this... with that. I don't need a lot, so I'm okay. All right, good. That's I'm. I was trying to set the table for someone who would want to get into this type of work because I mean it's fascinating. Like, I mean, it's something I wouldn't mind doing. I did something similar for, uh, except it was um, not recycling at all. It was just throwing things away. <laughs> but uh, we would come it. across a lot of really cool stuff, yeah. and uh, I always I always love. Um, just yeah, just coming across old stuff that people are throwing away. It's like this is trash to you. Like this, right. this is incredible. And you know, uh, don't get me wrong, it's enjoyable sometimes. And you know, it actually does keep me in shape, which is nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's good. But I mean, I can still be committed to a means to an end. I mean, it doesn't like detract from my willingness to do the job or care about my job because oh. I do. But ultimately, like you know, I figured out already what I want. So Yeah. Well, I mean, it is an interesting job, too. And I know... Yeah, it can be. Because we're going to get into some of the other things that you did. I, I, I'd like to talk about... Um, uh, you worked at for a while, too, right? Uh, we'll save... Uh, no, I just thought, like, you're not employed there anymore. You could probably... Competitor. Okay. You, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just keep it vague like that. Everybody okay. knows what we're talking about. Um, but before oh, there's we, some good stories from that. Before we get sure. to that, because I want to get into that, and I want to get into the music mm-hmm. stuff, too. Um, if someone wanted to get into this line of work, what would you recommend that they do? Um, it really depends on where you live, honestly. Because, like I said before, like some, of, some places, uh, it's just part of the infrastructure. You know what I mean? It's not a business. Yeah, okay. Well, just, let's just say here. If we're, if we're working in Pittsburgh... 
If you, or in, let's just say Pennsylvania, um, anywhere in Pennsylvania. Probably your best bet if you do your research and you're qualified enough to start an LLC, mm-hmm. just start your own gig. That's how you'll make the most money. And That's like, cool. I mean, like if you have two employees, you can do it with two employees, a pickup truck, and a like storage locker if you really wanted to. Because I mean, honestly. Well, I mean, like, how would you get the kind of contacts to do something like that? Just, I don't uh, just start calling around. Yeah, because I, I mean, you have to figure like. I mean, no, I like that entre- entrepreneurial yeah. spirit. So like the people yeah. who like you know reci- uh, recycle the base components and stuff—they're smelters. They want to make money. You know mm. what I mean? So, and you have to figure like for a big company, sure, if you have like a box of circuit boards to be smelted, you might get like three G's for it, right? Yeah. And that might not be much to a big company, but if it's just you, you know yeah. what I mean? And it takes you what like. A month to generate that that's good yeah you know what i mean and if that's just one part of what you're generating then you're good and you have almost no upkeep cost because you have a storage locker and a truck and that's it yeah you know what I mean? that's absolutely right i mean there's a lot of certification stuff too like like what like there's a r2 which is basically like responsible recycling you know what i mean like yeah. you have to recycle stuff the right way and like part of that is like a chain of command thing or a chain of uh, ownership thing, yeah. where it's like, you know, you have to know every step that this thing you're trying to recycle is going through. Like you can't like just send it anywhere for a quick payday. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to know the end result of that. Yeah, and you'd also you kind of just want to know, just yeah. like where everything's going. But like those certifications can be kind of hard to get, but. At the same time. Hard to get in as you need some kind of classes or money um, or... You just like... have to qualify for it, I think. And you have to, you know, probably a ton of paperwork. I well, imagine. I imagine either yeah. way it's a ton but of paperwork. There's only so many companies that are R2 certified in, like, the world. Like, I think uh, it's like 100, maybe. Wow, wow that's like really that. low. But, like, um, but it also is a fairly new certification class, so... That also might have Yeah, I guess that makes sense, of, too. But, I mean, you also have, like, OSHA standards and stuff like that. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Safe yeah. working environments. There's a lot. And as far as, like, you know, since we work with sensitive data, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, you know, if I... We've done pickups and stuff like that. It's like, if I'm destroying these guys' hard drives, they need to get destroyed. Like, if... If so they if, need some kind of verification yeah. that, like, all the information but, from this will be gone. But it's like, you know... If if you lose a hard drive and somebody ends up with it and does something with it, you go to jail. Yeah. For that. Like, okay. No, I mean you know that, that I mean? completely makes sense. So it, there's a lot of responsibility to it. I just, I mean, but, I imagine that it there should be though. Mm-hmm. It's not like an arbitrary thing. Like, yeah, you actually need to do these things. Right. But I mean, I don't, I don't think anything's wrong with that. No, me either. All right. All, all that being said. Let's let's just creep into a few other aspects of your life. Let's sure. let's talk about um, let's talk about you working at that store that we mentioned earlier. That was a trip. Yeah, you worked there for a while. What uh what? Just just give me a basic you know, rundown. We don't even have to go into the whole. I can't lie though. Like I used to think it was hard working there, mm-hmm. but like since I got this job, I've become a lot better at everything to a certain extent. Good. And it's like, I feel like I could just crush that job now, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be that hard. But it was mostly, like, the thing that tripped me out is, like, usually when you get retail people, right, they're like, well, fuck the customers, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I love the customers. I love my coworkers. I hated management. I hated anybody <laughs> who was above me because they just, like, had no idea what they were talking about to me. 
Yeah. Or like, you know, I would, you know, kill myself for that job and then get passed over all the time for people who I, at least I determined to be less fit. But I mean, ultimately, uh, that might come down to my ego. I'm not well, sure. there's that, and I've also noticed a lot of people um, will get these management positions that don't have any knowledge of the job. Mm. Whereas, like some people would just work your way up to manager, and some people just get a college education, right. jump right into manager, and have no idea how the actual store works or the, that type of store. Oh, works. absolutely, yeah. And they also like like a mentality that's promoted a lot within like especially upper management that I hate and absolutely fundamentally disagree with is that I'm sure you've heard this delegating is the same as doing no it's not <laughs> no it's fucking not you can't just not if you've not if you've never done it but like delegating is good if you can plan right and it will actually make you more efficient but yeah. like you know I had managers above me who pawned all their work off on everyone else and they got credit for that work, and that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, well, I mean, I get the the delegating part, but you're you, supposed to delegate. But you shouldn't delegate but, it so you're lazy. Exactly. You, know you I mean? shouldn't be pawning things off just because you don't want to do them, right? Or that you don't know how to do them, or that you plan them in a way that, since you've oh. never done them, it's impossible for someone to do all these. Or like, I mean, I get there's different factors that play into it, but at the same time, it's like, like sorry, I'm going real broad with it. I no, mean, that's cool. Um. But, like, when it comes to capability, it's like, you know, if I have to, I don't know, do some physical thing. Yeah. And, like, the assistant manager or something can't, to me, that's a problem. Like, I'm like, I couldn't do this thing before, but I worked until I could. Yeah. So, you should be able to do everything I can do. Yeah. Because you're above me. Yeah, I agree with like, that. You should be able to handle everything. You shouldn't have to do it. Yeah. You don't have to do it, but like... But that's where the delegation comes yeah. in. It's like you're, you're capable. Like you're the manager. Like if, if you lost... If all your employees walked out, you should be able to handle everything. And I've actually... I ended up having to work a couple of nights alone. Yeah. With call-offs <laughs> and stuff like that. That was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have any, uh, you know, nightmare customers? Anything like that? Any good stories from, from that era of your uh, life? I don't know. I was usually able to talk down most of them. Are you got any just fun examples then? Couple a uh, couple schizo type dudes, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, you, you get yeah. a lot of you get a lot of people in who are like obviously meth heads mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, I mean, you're on, you're in the so you're getting you're getting it from every angle. And they all do the same thing. They all want just some Western Union money orders, and you totally know that they're doing some like sex scam type shit, <laughs> and they're just getting paid by some old dude for this. Yeah. And I remember one time this chicken, this dude who were definitely like cracked out, like all the time. You could tell. And uh, she just was wearing a white hoodie, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> bronzer or whatever all over this thing. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. And it looked like the dude had it on, too. Oh, it's fantastic. Just, like, splotches <laughs> of bronzer. And they're sitting there, like, like uh, trying to just, do a Western mm-hmm. money, like a Western Union. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right, so you mentioned you were in a band earlier, so we should probably talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um Talk about just you know, we are working called, working together with a band and and playing shows and stuff. And we are called day by day, selfish. Oh yeah, yeah. Go se- ahead, pl- plug all you want. Right. Um. Uh, it's cool. I mean, like I like working with other musicians, and you know, I I'm all about the work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have no problem practicing something for hours until I get it. Um. Luckily, most of, like our personalities don't really conflict. Or anything, we haven't run into any of that yet. I mean, 
Good. You know, so, I mean, I have nothing but good things to say about it. Really. Okay. But what about just um, just playing shows? Play- Anything about, you know, promoters or gigs um, or clubs or getting paid or whatever? I haven't really worked with, um, have or I haven't had to be involved with that oh, side okay. of it. Okay, so you just stay yet. out of it. You're just like, I'm Quite. playing this band, leave me alone. Well, I'm, like, I'm going to take more of that role on as we go further with this. But, like, you know, I'm fairly new to the band still. And so is our uh, bass player. They've been around for a while, but it kind of like dropped off, and then they wanted to get more serious about it again. So oh, okay. So they were already established a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Either way. Uh, playing shows, what's that like? Um, the show itself, uh, none of the other stuff. I'm a very anxious person, so it's usually nerve-wracking, so I'm usually trying to figure out some like chemical mixture that I can take to just make me ultra confident so I can just go up there and rip it. But I mean, like, you know, it, it's nerve-wracking, but, like, you have to push through that. Um, well, you play guitar. Like, what, what is your I mean, general demeanor on stage? Uh, I'm usually too nervous to move right now, but I'm trying to work on that as well. <laughs> just stay up there all uh, stiff. I just try to play <laughs> as accurately as possible. Um, the last show we played, I won't say where it was or who it was with, uh, the sound mixing was fucking terrible. Yeah. And, um, like, I could hear the other guitarist over the drums, and that probably shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> like. <laughs> All right. What up? Um, now let's just get into some random stuff. This is just fun. Yeah. Lighthearted. And bounce around a little bit. Um, do you have a shoe preference? A shoe? Yeah, shoe preference. Um, yeah. Absolutely. What, what kind of. I love fancy have? boots. And if I'm not wearing <laughs> fancy boots, I, I like like uh, dress shoes, wingtips, and fancy boots like that. Um, when it comes to like basic shoes, I wear one kind, which is what I have on right now. These are like five dollar, family dollar, thin soled Vans ripoffs. That's yeah, all so, I wear. So black on black heads. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Like that. That's it. All right, fancy boots. What kind of what kind of boots are your boots? Fancy boots. Um. Well, obviously, you know, like, I have a big heart on for Drive. So, like, mm-hmm. the, um, what is it called? I think it's Stacy Madison. I oh, think, uh, right? Steve, Steve Madden? Stacy Adams. Yeah, Stacy Adams. Stacey. There you go. Oh, the Madison is the style. That Madison had in yeah. That. Yeah. Those boots are hard as hell. And I've... I do I, like those. I never have bought a pair, and I just want them so bad. So, I will buy a pair of that. But usually, I go to, like... Burlington or something like that. Oh, and just the like, fucking, how fancy can I get here? In the in fucking summertime, and all the nice boots are on clearance. So I'll buy like a three hundred pair dollar pair of boots for like twenty bucks. I like your strategy. That's good. That's <laughs> how works. I. That's how I shop for winter coats. It works. But like, unfortunately, <laughs> like I'm trying to be more uh, conscientious now with them because usually I'll buy one pair of fancy boots and just kick the shit out of them until they're falling apart, and then I don't have any. Yeah, you but I like I mean? that look though. I like it someone that just got a real nice boot and then beat the ever loving shit <laughs> yeah. out of it. It's a it's a great look. But man, they fall apart quick. Like, like my soles have like I remember I've been at work before, just a flabby <laughs> soul. <laughs> like, <laughs> where I, like I kick something and then it's just like nope. <laughs> I know you're doing a diet thing right now, but try to speak in general. Do you have a um, a go to snack? Um, beef jerky or almonds. Okay, good. Pistachios are good. I like nuts. Yeah, I love a good pistachio. Um, Why not? Uh, 
try to think. Like, lately, when I've been eating almonds, it's the wasabi and soy sauce ones. The, oh yeah, those the are blue good. Diamond ones. I like those ones. I like they they do a Thai cur- or Thai chili one. Oh, shit, I gotta try it. Fantastic. Damn. Um, all right. So, uh, what kind of soap do you use? What kind of what? Soap. What soap? Kind of soap. Do you use? Um. Honestly, like hand soap or like body soap. I try to keep it broad, whatever you feel like talking about. But uh, let's hand go sh- soap. I use whatever's there. Yeah, all right. So shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, shower. I use bar soap still. Bar soap. Okay, I was yeah. waiting for one. I was like, someone's uh, someone's gonna give me a bar soap. Uh, cheap. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care no. about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll I'll buy like a fancy bar soap every once in a while, but I don't like shower gel and shit like that. I've tried. And it's just like, I fucking hate using loofahs and shit like that. <laughs> and if I like, you know, do the hand wash thing with a shower gel, it's like, oh, cool. I used this four times and it's gone. <laughs> I'm glad I paid 20 bucks for this. I feel you. I feel you. Um, spicy food, not spicy food. I like both. I mean, I, I enjoy a good spicy dish. So you go either way. Yeah. You don't have a go-to, like, I'm always spicy or I'm always not spicy. Yeah, like, I can do either or. Yeah. Um, sometimes I crave spicy food really badly. Like, when we had, uh, my girlfriend bought, uh, like, a jar of, like, pickled jalapenos, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know why, but I just kept, like, fucking, like, going to the fridge and just popping a couple in and just, like... Yeah, getting down. Yeah, I've become a lot more of a fan of spicy food as I've gotten older, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, my favorite is horseradish type heat, or, like, wasabi, though. Like, that quick sort of, like, smacks you and it's gone. Yeah, Um I enjoy good, like, pepper heat, but, like... That horseradish type heat is my jam. Yeah. There's, there's some... I don't want to get into it. I'm going to go a whole rabbit hole of food. Um, <laughs> cocktail. you have a cocktail that you, that you go to? Um, something you enjoy. It's not something you necessarily would order. I like whiskey yeah. sours a lot. It's just kind of like... you gotta go to, you got to go to a certain places for that because I like the egg white or whatever in it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you get a you get a good one. But yeah, Fantastic. like whiskey yeah, that, sours that, that are the Sours jam. mix though, that, that kills me. Like I used to be a lame ass and just order an old fashioned all the time. Like you know that. Like anybody who goes to a fancy like cocktail bar that's a dude, they're like, oh, old fashioned. It's like, <laughs> try something else. I mean, I've tried a lot of different cocktails, but I would say like whiskey sour is yeah. the go-to. That's good to know. Yeah. Because I, I, I do like a good old-fashioned. I don't order them very I do, often, but I it's nice to know inside the uh, mind of a bartender. There. I do, too, but I didn't realize how lame it is, I guess, to order that. I just like bourbon, and they there's there seems It kind of seems to, like if you go to a cocktail bar and you just like, put bourbon in a glass for me, please. Yeah. If you say old-fashioned, it's like, all right, well, I'm still yeah. getting a cocktail. And old-fashioned's a problem. Yeah, they they're fantastic. They're yeah. Um, anyway, what, um, what's your favorite candy? Candy. Ooh. Um, can I divide this into two categories? Absolutely. We There's have no like, rules. Can we have like chocolate-esque stuff and then like Skittles? Let's and split stuff it down the middle. I, right. I firmly believe in that. As far as like chocolate-esque stuff. Probably like a Fifth Avenue. It's like a Butterfinger on Ooh, crack yeah. to me. All right. You Fifth Avenue. I mean? Paydays are good. Too, because you know, I said I like nuts, so I like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, as far as like the like more like artificial as fuck candy, mm-hmm. um, Sour Patch Kids are awesome. Excellent choice. Um, the Sour Patch Cherries are the fucking truth. Though. I've never heard of this so, Sour Patch Cherry. Well, I've seen the watermelon, but never. Right down the street, I love this too. Like any like, I don't want to say ghetto shop, but it is ghetto shop. I love them. 
because they sell these little like drug dealer bags of oh, I fucking love that. candy and you could just buy just straight Sour Patch cherry and they're just so good like a good cherry candy is hard to find and they're fucking spot yeah. on spot on wonderful what's your biggest fear um I mean I would say like failure but it's more so like I don't want to like I'm more afraid of like putting my all into something and thinking it's awesome when in reality it's fucking horrible I mean, I know that's subjective, but no, like, no, you know it's it's I mean? good. I know what you mean because failure is. I mean, everybody's afraid of failure a little it's, bit, but like you, you're saying something that you passionately believe in, uh, and then you find out, oh my god, this was yeah, dog shit. I always and, like worry that I'm deluding myself in some way, but like I've kind of fought against that my whole life, and I'm trying to be more like just just do the thing, and yeah, like let's do the thing, just we'll go for it and believe in it, even if people don't like it or it seems stupid or like you know. But like you know, I've a fear of thinking that I'm better than I'm actually I actually am. But if I have that fear, it prevents me from being as good as I could be. Yeah, you know what I, I mean, mean, yeah, that makes. So sense. I'm trying to reverse that a little. But that's probably my biggest fear is just like, just like being. My biggest fear is fear. Then I guess like okay. just being so afraid that I can't do what I can do. Yeah, you know that, what I mean. That, yeah, absolutely. It, it's such a big. Thing on its own yeah. that you don't need anything extra to, to compound. And I always found that fascinating how much like, you know, especially when it comes to like playing guitar and stuff like that. Yeah, there's the sort of like muscle memory to put in the work in. But there's also like, you know, if I just randomly one day shift my mentality one inch, I can suddenly do stuff that I can never do. And it, like, that's weird to me that like mental blocks and stuff like that plays so much into that. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how easy it is to, like, reverse that if you just think a new way. Yeah. You know what I Positive mean? vibes. I, I, I like that that's been a kind of a growing theme mm. in every one of these episodes. Yeah. It's like someone just comes in with this positivity. Right. It sounds corny a lot of the time, but I, I still like well, that it's out there. Well, I mean, that's also a thing is, like, you know, there's a way to be positive without being a corny yeah. douche about it. And most people aren't. You know what I mean? Most people have that sort of facebook mountains quote in front of it and it's like dude that's fucking stupid like that doesn't actually mean anything and it's just vague as hell and it doesn't actually mean anything yeah i mean when you put it in a meme and just put it out there it, it just like come on dude why are we even friends on here or, but like in in context it's a very profound thing yeah, like, it I could mean, mean a lot and like it's weird how much comes down to like you know how much you per how you perceive stuff you know what i mean mm -hmm. like if i'm about to play a show and i'm nervous I could go one way where I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up, and then I will. Or I could, you know, fight against that and be like, I'm going to do a great job, and then I might. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, sometimes it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, what movie do you think you've seen the most in your life? Like, watched the most? Yeah, I used to say, like, what's your favorite movie, but people take too much time yeah. thinking, like, what movie's going to um, represent me? It's probably both. I've had to think about it a lot. But I would say if I had to... I've watched it a million times, and if I had to encapsulate like just my sense of humor into one movie, it's in Bruges. Like, oh yeah, excellent! You know what I, mean? movie. I love that movie. Like I can watch that over and over again and never get sick of it, just because of how just like on point it is as far as my sensibilities when it comes to humor. Yeah, I get it. Did you see Three Billboards? I didn't yet. Okay. I want to. Uh, we'll talk about that at some other time. It seemed very Cohen-esque, especially with Francis McDormand in it. You know what I mean? I, I enjoyed it, but we'll save that conversation all right, all right. for another time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, tipping custom. How do you tip primarily? 
Uh, at least 20% every time. Okay, um, good. Delivery drivers, I usually have a flat rate of five or above, depending on Good how. on you. Good on you. Depends on, like, but, like, if I order something and it's, like, 60 bucks, I'll definitely give them, like, a 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that actually, like, always baffles me. Is that I've met millions, or not millions, obviously I haven't met millions of people, but I met a lot of people in the service industry, and like people are just dicks to delivery drivers, mm-hmm. and like I don't get it. It's like all you did was make a drink or put somebody's food on the table. They're fucking ruining their vehicle, spending money to make money, and like why would you just, and, and you know, every time you go and drive a car, it is a risk. Like it just is, and it's like, why wouldn't you at least give them enough money to pay for the fucking gas that they spent to get to your goddamn house? Like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you don't need to get me started on that. Like, I don't need to talk to you or whatever. We don't have to be friends, but like, you're doing a job. Like, fucking tip. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's certain things like that. That it's like, you ordered food that's six miles away and it's still fucking hot when you get it. Fucking give the guy at least five bucks. Come on. All right, what, um, what's the, the last picture you took on your phone? You don't have to show me, but... I don't remember. I don't you take... Can, you can look. I don't take many pictures. Let's see. Probably accidentally did it. All Probably right. like an accidental picture. It's a picture. picture of the inside of your pocket. That, that... <laughs> Let's see. Mostly I just save photos from the internet, so... And while you're looking, we'll knock this one out. What kind of toothpaste do you use? Whatever's available, really. Like, I just buy some stuff. Usually... Anything that says whitening on it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't works. buy it. I don't think about it too much. I used to. I used to use Sensodyne because it tasted amazing. That's what I just I just started using uh And it seemed to help. Sens- Sensodyne with the uh the enamel protect yeah. Pro Pro enamel. Yeah, yeah. Pro enamel. That's why I picked up some of that. It's pretty good. Not to, you know, advertise for Pro enamel. <laughs> A lovely product. Uh Okay, apparently it was me hanging out with my girlfriend and two of our friends. Oh, okay, that's lovely. Apparently. apparently. That's lovely. <laughs> All right, what um, what type of music do you prefer and why? Mm, the moods change, I don't know. All right, just say, um, I leave here, you got nothing but music, what are you listening to? Um, I don't know, I float, lately it's been I float between like sad boy synth music instrumental music that's uh, either technical or it's like uh, like soundtracks like I love the soundtrack of the fountain and stuff oh it's like that. I don't think I've ever listened to that uh, Clint Manziel is the oh, man oh no yeah he's is great. the fucking man but uh or um like trap rap like <laughs> if I ever need to clean the house for some reason if I listen to trap rap I just get that shit done it just helps alright <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's weirdly motivating I don't know why but it is um, I also like like a lot of indie rock and stuff like that. Usually, if I don't know what to listen to, I'll go to like a go to, kind of like. Uh, well, throw block, out some names. Block cause... Party's good. Okay. For that, um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, lately. Like Terramelos is a go to. If uh-huh. I don't know what to listen to, like their first album, I consider like it's in the top five or whatever <laughs> high fidelity bullshit we get into. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I don't know what to listen to, I'll listen to that. Or uh, Frightened Rabbit, their newest one is really good. I'll go to that. All right. But I'm usually pretty ADD with my music. I'll bounce around everywhere. That makes sense. I'm the same way. It's crazy. Um, what's the uh, What's the best advice you ever got? Um, mm. <laughs> that's a difficult one. Let's think. Let's see. 
Um, probably you die at the end, didn't anyone tell you? Yeah, that's that's like, what I'm I mean. I love like that. it sounds funny, but at the same time, it is kind of profound in that like you stress so much about this shit that every day, like so many people just run around with their heads cut off, pretty much, just like. Like, at the end of the day, like, you die, you can't do anything anymore. It's like, why do you care about social status? Why do you care about your fucking credit score and shit like that? Like, it's not bad to, like, maintain that stuff, but people, like, like, when you hear stories about, like, in Japan, like, you get fired from your job so you kill yourself? Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, people take this life so seriously about shit that, like, we just made up. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, if I have nothing then i can go in the woods and kill animals for the rest of my life you know what i mean eventually i'll get used to it yeah i I particularly like that you picked that because there's so many things that i've heard over the years that are like that yeah that you die at the end the the first time i heard it that concise of a sentence just like you know you die at the end right yeah that just that's always stayed with me and i'm just and yeah, I think it's a very important thing to take away. I don't know if that's like advice necessarily. I don't know if I'm kind of stretching the. No, I think that that's of, fantastic. But like, advice. I think there's like, I think that's applicable to like anything, anybody's life. You're just like, you yeah. know, this shit isn't forever, right? Like, you die yeah. at the end. Why are you like? But why would you make yourself miserable? Yeah, go do, what go you do like. that. Go try that. Go do learn that. Like. Go travel yeah. there. Like, there's you get one. And yeah, that's you only it. get one. So why that's not it. try to enjoy it? If um. If you could give your 18-year-old self $1,000, what do you think he'd do with it? Probably buy music gear. All right, that's good. And then the follow-up would be, what would you want him to do with it? <laughs> it's just... Um, 18, let's see. Probably try to find a cheap car. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And, um... Oh, no. You know what? what? Invest in fucking Snapchat. Well, see, that, that, I always <laughs> like, want to like, throw that caveat like, out, like, too. You can't bet on stuff. You yeah. can't predict uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't get the stock market. It's just market. too easy. Yeah, it's yeah. too, it's too uh, Biff Tannen. But I've had <laughs> so many ideas about investing in stuff over the years, and I never do it, and then it always goes great, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like, you you dummy. You should have like, bought. <laughs> but that works. All right, this, this, we'll wrap it up with this one and um, keep it simple. What's something you wish you learned earlier? Um... That ultimately nobody's opinion matters except yours. Like, I always, like, was held back by this sort of, like, pressure to please people with what I'm doing. But at the same time, I would just do what I wanted anyway. But it always came with, like, a caveat of, like, being restrained. Yeah, it's it's like... like, It's like, if I could change anything, it would just be, like, live your life unrestrained. Don't restrain what you want to do whatsoever, ever. Yeah, that's, because you I will just that's... it will just make you unhappy, and you'll make wrong choices because of that, and it'll just lead you into a life that you're not going to enjoy. I think that's excellent words to leave on. All right, thank you for doing yeah, the show. Thank you. <laughs>